Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. What is going on, Belly Up Sports fan? It's your favorite history teacher, Mr. Parker Andrews, here with another edition of FN Sports. And I'm joined for this week's midterm by our intern, Chris, again. Chris, how are we doing? I'm doing good. Got my last ever college class tomorrow. Pretty excited about that. Obviously, Pat's one, number one in the AFC. And we got some snow up here in New England. So it's been it's been a good been a good week so far. You're really chipper for snow. I, I tell people all the time, <laughs> Dallas is the coldest place I've ever lived. And so snow, that's that's a foreign foreign concept. Yeah. Talk to us. You got your final class tomorrow. What is your final class? Like what is the class? Uh, it's a nonfiction writing class. It's for my creative writing minor. Just been doing writing a bunch of essays for that. And I'm when I grew, when I was growing up, I used to not like writing at all. But like because of this class and a couple of others, I've actually started to enjoy it again. So I'm pretty excited for this this class tomorrow. Exciting, exciting. Can I ask, like, what are y'all what are y'all doing to like? What does the last day of college look like? Like, what are you doing in class? <laughs> Really not too much, I don't think. I think we're just going to review some stuff that we've already gone over and just like kind of say our final goodbyes to each other because we've already done most of the work that we need to do. It's just a matter of turning it in and finishing it up. Fair enough, fair enough. I I only ask because I feel like it's always weird because it's like you either have a final or some big – in college, you have something coming afterwards, but you're like, I guess we're done here. (laughs) it's It's just a little different. Um, yeah, next week is my bad. Next week is finals week, but I don't have any actual finals. So technically, this is my finals week for me. So pretty. That's exciting. also exciting. That's also really exciting. Yeah. Speaking of other exciting things, the show, if you were paying attention to social media, did get a new partnership recently. We partnered with Six Pack Coverage, which is a sports network that will be showing these. We'll be playing these episodes, I should say, on YouTube. So if you are a frequent listener on an audio platform and need another way to get a hold of us. Or if you are finding us new on YouTube, this is the FN Sports Show, the podcast where teachers create sports biggest issues. And we are now available on all of your audio mediums and YouTube with a six pack coverage network. So that's exciting. Shout out to them. It's going to be a fun partnership. Going to be the same show, same content every week, but it will be put out on YouTube as well. Thanks to six pack coverage. That's the future of the show. Speaking of future, cryptocurrency is the future, so don't get left in the past. Bet with my bookie, and you can get in the game now. To get you kickstarted with crypto, use promo code FNSports to double your first crypto deposit at my bookie. 
The best part is my bookie accepts well-known cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, so you can bet and withdraw with crypto. The NFL playoffs are around the corner. And this week, the Buffalo Bills and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will face off in a potential Super Bowl preview. Both teams sit one win away from earning the top spot in their respective conference. In this high-stakes game, bet the Bucks money line. Don't miss out. Double your first deposit up to $1,000 by using promo code FNSPORTS. That's F-I-N-S-P-R-T-S. Head to my book today, place your bets, and watch Sparks fly this weekend in the NFL. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Chris, it seems like every weekend at this time of year, we're talking about big playoff potential matchups. And while people might have had the Bills and the Bucks as like a Super Bowl matchup a few months back, it does feel like this has got some weird playoff implications because both conferences just have the one team that gets to buy. And we know that, I mean, you know, as a Patriots fan, the buy has been so important to Tom Brady's career that getting a week off is probably a big deal for him, for Gronk, frankly, he's an older guy now. Who knows what's going on with Antonio Brown? <laughs> like the, the, This could be really important for the Bucks. The thesis for this week, or this midterm, I should say, reads that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will win by more than three points. You hear that, and what do you think? You know, in the past, when we've been doing this, I've been going kind of low with my grades, but when I hear that, I got to shoot high. I'm going with an A. I also think A, and I'm interested to hear what you think in a second. All right, Chris. Now, we were both fairly confident in our A's, but I'm interested in what you have to say because Tampa Bay Buccaneers have longtime Patriot Tom Brady. You're a Boston guy. You've seen this your whole life. Why are you so confident that Tom Brady's going to win this game in more than three points? I mean, yes, there is confidence in Tom Brady and Gronk and the former Patriots on the Bucs to win this game by more than three. But, I mean, if you just look at the Bills the past month or so, they really haven't been that good of a team whatsoever. Obviously, there was this past Monday night, which they lost the Patriots. But, I mean, that game was going either way regardless with those crazy wins. But getting blown out by the um, Colts a couple of weeks ago, that game and then their running game they just don't have a legitimate running game although they have three decent backs and Matt Breida, Zach Moss and Kevin Singletary they just I don't think they have enough to hang in with the Buccaneers and obviously Bucks got have all the weapons in the world Chris Godwin had a fantastic game the other day but I think it's more so on this game this week it's more so on the Bills lack of production in the past month rather than Bucks just being as good as they are yeah, and it's interesting because, you know, if this were week six, seven, I feel like we might be flipped the other way on this. It just feels like the Bucks are trending upwards. And as you mentioned, the Bills are trending downwards. Obviously, like the Patriots loss, like you mentioned, felt like a coin toss. There was the uh, incident in the post-game press conference, right, where was it Micah Hyde was super, like, upset that they got asked a question about being embarrassed or not. And while I guess a defense shouldn't necessarily be embarrassed by giving up 14 points and two completed passes, I will say that like the Bucks have had some rough games as of late, including, you know, that they lost the saints. I guess it was in new Orleans, but the saints are not themselves and lost 31 to six, right? Like there are, I'm sorry, they won 31. I'm talking about the Colts game the week before that was 41 to 15. There, there are a number of different things across the scoreboards and looking at their schedule that don't look great on the Bills. And we talk about 
coaches figuring out running quarterbacks a lot. Uh, we talk about coaches figuring out Lamar Jackson or figuring out, you know, I guess early in the year, people said that about Patrick Mahomes. So he's not quite a runner, but people figure out running quarterbacks. I wonder if there's some of that going on with Josh Allen, just because offensively they're not throwing up a lot of, a lot of points. Uh, I need to beat the jets, but it's the jets. <laughs> so I wonder if something's going on there in the films and the, a deeper dive on film study. You're a Patriots guy. You get to see a lot of Buffalo Bills this year. Year in, year out, you see a lot of Buffalo Bills. You see them in a couple weeks again. Do you see them, regardless of the outcome this weekend, do you see them turning it around, or do you see them kind of floundering their way, backdooring their way into the playoffs? If you're saying turning it around as like getting it back into like the top two or three in the AFC, I would say probably not. I think their struggles are going to linger for a little bit little while longer but i still think they're a lot to make the playoffs obviously there's what are they now seven and five they still have a record above 500 and then like those those middle of the pack teams in the afc that like you're not sure if they're going to get in the playoffs or not i think the bills will be able to do better than those teams say like the steelers uh, the Bengals and a couple others, the Raiders, the Broncos. I think the Bills will be able to do better than them for the last month or so of the season. And they'll still be able to get a playoff spot. But if you're asking me if I think they're going to be able to regain the number one seed and they have seen get that first round by, I'm probably going to have to go now at this point. So then let's let's think about why, because the Bucks only getting three points at home, or being only being favored by three points at home, I should say, that's – not a lot, right? For a team that I guess is only sitting here at nine and three versus seven and five. That's that's only two games difference, but it sounds a lot different. Like three losses is a lot. Feels like a lot less than five for whatever reason. This point in the season, and they have Tom Brady, and we mentioned the plethora of options they have receiver around him, and, and all those kinds of things. So why is it that they're only getting this? you know, minus three next there. Why isn't it minus seven and a half? Why is it like, what is, what is it? What's going to keep this close? I guess it has to do with the Bills defense. I mean, I know it hasn't been too great as of late giving up four touchdowns to Jonathan Taylor when they played the Colts. But I mean, you briefly mentioned their safeties a couple minutes ago, Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde. They're still one of the best safety duos in the NFL. Granted, they did lose their star cornerback, uh, Travis White for the season. So that's going to be tough, but it, it is weird that the Bucks are only three-point favorites at home. I could understand them being a three-point favorite if this game was in Buffalo, maybe, but to say at home in Florida, warm weather, Tom Brady, that they're only favorite by three, I just think it's crazy, and I would certainly hammer that spread on the Bucks. But for the reason why it's so close, I'd have to, like I said, I'd probably have to just stick with the Bills' defense, mainly the two good the two good safeties they have up top so you mentioned the pair of safeties in buffalo uh we talk about tom brady a lot we could talk about tom brady a lot more he's you know 44 doing things people haven't heard of that all that fun stuff but i am interested in in regards to one of my bookie spots here the over under on total tampa bay touchdowns instead of three and a half you going over or you going under three and a half Ooh, like <laughs> I could see it being three. I could see it being four. If it was at four and a half, I'd probably say under. But like, that's just like the perfect range where they get you, and you're just like not sure which way to go with. But um, I, if I have to pick, 
It's three and a half. I'm going for. I have to. I mean, the Bucks offense has been unreal lately. Even when Brady has been playing great, Leonard Fournette a four touchdown performance a couple of weeks ago. Like, even when Brady is playing good, this team is still seeming to find ways to put up points. That was actually going to be where I go with this. Is that the reason was not actually Brady in my head, but it was Fournette because we've seen Fournette break out for a big game. We know, you know, Arians and Tom Brady are not opposed to just turn around, hand the thing off. And we just saw Jonathan Taylor. I mean, Jonathan Taylor's really good. We just saw him tear up this defense, running the ball. We saw New England. I mean, they didn't score a bunch of points, but they did dominate the game by running the football, right? They ran the ball all but three plays. Like, that was the only thing they were doing in that crazy win. And so I feel like they could reel off two rushing touchdowns, one to Gronk, I think Gronk's playing, and then one to, you know, Godwin or whatever. And, and that's four point four touchdowns right there. I'm like you. If it were three, I'd be really confident. If it were... Five, four and a half, I'd be really confident going under. the. I think 28, you know, maybe getting 31 with a field goal or something like that feels right. Other fun prop bets, will there be a safety? I I don't know that I trust either defense to get a safety, um, so I'd probably go no there. Largest lead uh, either team has at some point, so it's six, set of 16 and a half. That's always fun to me because it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a blowout, but do you foresee some like Sunday football chaos being – does either team ever get up by 17 points? I can see that. I can definitely see either team one way or the other. Probably the Bucks since we're going with Bucks minus three. I can see them going up 16, 17, maybe 20. But I still think that the I think the Bills might be able to like figure stuff out this week. I think they'll be able to bounce back. And I can see Josh Allen himself even putting up three or four touchdowns. I can very much see this being a high scoring game, but I mean, it happens all the time. A team goes up 20 or 25 in the first half, and then the other team seems to claw their way back in the second half and make it somewhat of a close game. So that would be an interesting bet for sure. You said 16 and a half it was? Uh, yeah. Yeah, will a team be yeah, up by 16 and a half? Yeah, I can see that happening, but I can also see it being at the end of the game, maybe five to seven to nine points at the end. It's interesting that football has become a game of runs like that. What, what I will say is we, we've gotten to where we do these weekly, it's almost always football spots with my bookie. It's a great midterm segment. It's a lot of fun to talk to you each week, Chris, but I've been wrong most weeks. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know Save why that is. So maybe people need to fade Parker or whatever, whatever the hashtag needs to be. Because I've been wrong on the game of the week pick that they ask us to do much week, most weeks, are there any other things you're looking at? Because I'm looking to diversify here and, you know, help myself out because I've been wrong a few of these times. I mean, you're asking someone who's usually wrong most of the time as well. So it's not, uh, I don't know if you want to trust me with that. Um, just looking at basic things like uh, spreads and over-unders, nothing crazy is sticking out to me. I guess one that is sticking out, Right now on my bookie, it says the Cleveland Browns are two-and-a-half-point favorites against the Ravens this Sunday. Obviously, we saw what happened on Sunday Night Football in Baltimore a couple weeks ago. That could be something interesting to look at. Chiefs-Raiders, Chiefs minus nine-and-a-half. That might be something to look at. Or if you think Raiders might cover, Raiders plus nine-and-a-half doesn't sound awful either. I feel like that's for a divisional opponent and for – you know, Derek Carr has been so up and down. I weirdly feel like they could cover that. I don't I don't think I'd pick them straight up, but I really do think they could cover nine and a half point spread. I mean, it's also Patrick Mahomes, so maybe they score 50 points and it doesn't happen. Go and back with me, though, to... 
the Baltimore Cleveland because I agree that that my bookie has it currently at Cleveland minus two and a half, and I guess Cleveland's at home. I I weirdly feel confident in Baltimore all of a sudden. I mean, I can understand why you would say that, but at the same time, the Ravens haven't been looking that great lately. Obviously, it was that Sunday night game when the two played a couple weeks ago. Lamar Jackson had four interceptions. And then the other day against the Steelers, they could have kicked the extra point and tied the game and said they try to go for two in the win, which, I mean, in a hostile environment like Pittsburgh, I can kind of understand that. But at the same time, you had the tie. You could have forced overtime and go from there. But the Ravens have just been a very up-and-down team this year. It's weird because, I mean, they have Lamar Jackson, who's supposed to be unstoppable. But, I mean, besides for him, their running backs haven't been doing great. So, I guess that's why. I mean, I can definitely see the Ravens going into Cleveland and winning, but I think this might be one of those games where, like, Baker Mayfield kind of shuts up a bunch of doubters and has one of the better games he's had this season. I would, I would probably lean towards that rather than the Ravens going into Cleveland and winning. Well, yeah, I mean, that that's probably fair. I will, I will say that I just feel like Lamar Jackson it was an MVP a couple years ago, and I feel like he, at some point we'll have an MVP game. Maybe we're past that already. That would feel fast. The other thing that I would do here is entirely go with my heart versus my head. The Cowboys are minus four at Washington. Washington doesn't have Chase Young. You know, Dallas but they seem offense. to win games somehow. Right, Washington but and I just I just feel like Dallas's offense is so much more explosive than a Heineke offense would be. I I get that Dallas's defense has struggled at times. You know, Trayvon Diggs is like the ultimate highlight for either team <laughs> at some point. <laughs> I look at this and I'm like, man, Dallas is really just get just a minus four. Like that feels not great. So I would throw some money at Dallas. Not that I'm sitting here advocating it, but I would. I feel like Dallas ought to be head and shoulders above that division, even if they're they're not in actuality. As we, you know, it is week 14. I guess we could go all the way through the Super Bowl with these things. Do you ever look at things besides football, besides NFL football for when you're looking at my bookie kind of stuff? Yeah, I usually stick with or look into the sports that I know well, like the uh, Celtics and, or NBA Celtics and then uh, baseball as well during baseball season. I was uh, kind of sweating the Celtics a couple times last week. When, when we were doing these episodes because they were doing hot, too hot. But I do like to look at future bets, but I just – I always feel a little something in me telling me not to put something in, maybe like a Mac Jones Rookie of the Year or something like that or like an MVP prop bet. But those are some of the things I look into on occasion. I try to usually stick to the sports and the teams that I know best. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, speaking of the sports and teams you know best, Chris – what have you been working on lately? Where can people find? I know you're also busy wrapping up school, so it's been a little bit slower production, but what have you been working on lately? And where can people find you talking about the sports and teams you know best? Yeah, so lately I've been slacking in terms of the content a little bit just because, you know, like you said, finishing up school, just trying to get that done. But I mean, whenever I feel like it, I still will tweet out whatever sports take I have on Twitter, and that's at Chris underscore Sliwa7. You can find me there. Same thing on Instagram, although I usually don't post as much sports stuff on Instagram, but it's mostly just me tweeting a bunch of takes on Twitter, some of them hot, some of them cold. <clears throat> Other than that, I do want to start getting into some writing soon. I haven't been doing too much of that, but that would be fun to start getting into now that I am finished with college <clears throat> and I've actually grown an appreciation for writing lately. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's about it. 
All fun, all fun. Again, this is Parker Ainsley. You can find me at Painsworth512. That's P-A-I-N-S-W-R-T-H-512 on Twitter and Instagram. This is FN Sports. You can find it on all of your audio platforms. If you can now find us on YouTube, thanks to our partnership with Six Pack Coverage. So make sure you're checking out Six Pack Coverage on all of your social handles as well, on top of your normal Belly Up Sports coverage. And this is the midterm. The midterm is brought to you by Bookie. And the future, cryptocurrency is the future, so don't get left in the past. Bet with my bookie, and you can get in the game now. To get kickstarted the crypto, use my promo code FNSPORTS, that's F-I-N-S-P-O-R-T-S, to double your first crypto deposit at my bookie. The best part is my bookie accepts well-known cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, so you can bet and withdraw with crypto. The NFL playoffs are on the corner. And this week, the Buffalo Bills and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will face off in a potential Super Bowl preview. Both teams sit one win away from earning the top spot in their respective conference. But in this high-stakes game, bet the Bucks money line. We both t- took the Bucks as well. Don't miss out. Double your first deposit up to 1000 by using promo code FN Sports. Head to my bookie today, place your bets, and watch Sparks fly this weekend in the NFL. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Be sure to rate download subscribe give us all those wonderful good things to have with the podcast and whatever you do don't flunk with us later guys hi i'm maria and i'm mike And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.